Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports, a special wall-to-wall Super Bowl 55 recap episode of Tailgater Sports. I got two guys on the podcast that I'm going to bring in before we dive into the the fall of Patrick Mahomes, the non-passing of that hypothetical torch, which everybody kind of just assumed was going to happen. Before we get to any of that, I got to bring in Randy. Yo. This is Randy over here. That's his voice. Remember that guy, his sweet, illustrious, deep. Hello. Yeah, there you go. And then remember this voice, the phlegm, the cough, the guy who sounds like he needs a throat lozenge of the, on the podcast, Tyler. Where are you at, Tyler? <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's <laughs> there up, guys? You go. There you go. Oh so, before, so before we get into it, guys, before we recap what went down in Super Bowl 55, if we even really need to recap it, because overall the game itself kind of sucked, but we got we got plenty to talk about. Before we get to any of that, guys, before we get to the Super Bowl and recap and you know maybe even look ahead to next year's Super Bowl, I want to do something. It's only right. That we give the Super Bowl, the NFL season overall, it's due time. It's respect. We put it to rest. We pour one out for the homie. The season's over, guys. It's officially the offseason. <sighs> we have, I don't know exactly how many months, but what does it usually start up? Like September, mini camp start, TA start kind of kicking up again. We got a long time without football, guys. And it's sad. I'm surprised we got here, to be Me honest. Too. There was points where I wasn't sure we were going to get a football season, let alone make it to a Super Bowl. There was masks everywhere. Remember back when the Broncos unveiled that like $1,000, $50,000 spray tent? Yeah. How yeah. much How much extra capital they must have yeah. to have we, that just and, running? And we're like, dude, is this what the season's going to be? Well, it wasn't necessarily that over the top. Remember when they announced that uh, linemen were going to wear face like masks yeah. like on their helmets? And, and we're like, oh, how is that even going to work? And for and the then, most part, it was a weird year. There was no fans in 90% of the games. There was yeah. cutouts. But we got, I mean, you take away, if you just looked at only the field for every game you watched... I mean, you had a football season that I, I guess for the we most did. part, you know, you had some weird schedule changes. You had some weird players in and out coaches. Some people the, sat out. The Browns got their first playoff win with their coach in his basement, yeah. not on the sidelines. Yeah, that's It was true. a weird year, but hey, we got through it and it ended like most have ended in the past what? 20 years with Tom Brady, Tom Brady winning, winning another damn Super Bowl. So it was a weird year. I mean, I, I, I'm just happy that we have sports back and hopefully, hopefully we don't have to deal with all this COVID crap. Going into next year, too. Me too, man. I mean, college football was a swing and a miss this year. Everything just felt weird. The MLS had like five seasons yeah. in less than like three <laughs> the months. tournament, the we're back tournament, that we're also kind of back tournament, and the, yeah. then now into the postseason tournament. <laughs> we're gone. Just kidding. We're back again tournament. And so when the NFL started up, it was nice to have everything just feel a little bit normal, you know, and then... But uh, like every beginning of every season for every fan, it's like, this is the year. This is going to be different, which is actually pretty welcoming to me because contrary to what many will say, the whole, oh, once football came back, everything felt back to normal. Now, it wasn't that. It was once your team disappointed you in a way that are always disappointing you that things felt back to normal. Which for Tyler was like pretty early in the season, yeah, right? It was so like, for Tyler, it was a, it was a, it was a regular I mean, year. I, yeah, I, mean, I checked out after week three. It was too, too bad to back. Tyler's a Falcons losses. fan if anybody's just checking in right now. But Depression uh, runs amok. I remember. I remember it was like what week five? No, week week six. Green Bay, Minnesota. They Minnesota ran like three hundred yards down Green Bay's throat, and I'm like, yep, everything. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. Life, there might not be life's fans. Back to normal. There might not be fans in the stands, but uh, football's back, baby. Man, but you know what? I, I'll tell you one thing that I I am happy about. I'm happy that we got to finally lay some long. Like long, uh, long-awaited discussions to rest. You know, like now we can confidently say this person is better than this person. This team is better than this team. You know, what I mean, but but I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what happens, there's always going to be an asterisk over this year because this was a COVID year. Yeah, you know? I guess, but I, I I think it's there shouldn't be. I think we did a little bit of this talk, this asterisk talk with uh, the baseball season. Everybody yeah. was dealing with the same playing. I mean, hinderments. Everybody's on an even That's playing true. field. Nobody was like, oh, well, we have, you know, we, for the most part, you had an opt-out on every team. Some guys, some, like Patriots, had a couple more big-name players, you know, throughout the oh, league. Don't remind me. They cost yeah. me $40. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. You, you got you to get your pick game stronger before next season. We'll, we'll recap that, too, at, the, at some point today. But for the most part, everybody was on an even playing field. I mean, so, like, there, I guess there's an asterisk just because of, like, 
home field advantages, I guess, could have been a little different. I'm sure the Seahawks might have played a little bit better against the Rams in that weird playoff game with backup QBs, the backup yeah. QB bowl. Oh, if, they right. have, if they had the 12, you know, kind of causing a ruckus with, what is his name, Wolford running around and stuff, they wouldn't have lost to a backup QB even with their own backup QB. Maybe. Um, so I guess there is some things with, you know, no fans in the stands, stuff like that. And, you know, like I said, there was games where – they had a Wednesday game, a Tuesday game because of reschedulements and postponements. Right. But you think about it, the entire freaking season was played. Not one game canceled, not played, or made up. That's true. That's true. And I guess you could say it really didn't matter because, like we mentioned earlier, it all ended with Tom Brady winning his seventh Super and Bowl really, and winning an, a fifth a fifth MVP. And I really got my hopes up because earlier in the year, Tampa Bay didn't look that good. So I was like, ah, Perfect. This is going to be the year for everybody that isn't Tom Brady. And Kansas City, while they did look good, didn't look that good. Exactly. We got rope-a-doped. Yeah. And then lo and I behold, mean, Tom Brady, I don't know what he did, sold a child to the devil or something. And, <laughs> and he's won him, another one. Took him to the Super Bowl and won another one. I will be happily the first person to throw an asterisk on any Tom Brady Super Bowl winning season. But... This year, you can't. Everything, like you said, was on even ground. Every Everybody got their 16 games in. Everyone, uh, no, no one had a preseason to start. It wasn't like, oh, well, we played one game, so we were more ready than you. Everything was on as even of a playing field as you can get. And you can argue that, look, Brady had to go through all three playoff games yeah. to even get to the Super Bowl. He didn't even have the bye. As much as I hate Tom Brady, you can't take this season away from him. I think you it's can't also take it away from the Bucks either. They deserved it. It's also important to note as well that uh at least in the at least in this case with uh Tampa Bay doing as well as they did with Brady. I think um if you're Bill Belichick, you got to be feeling pretty stupid. Yeah. Like like regardless of what point you're trying to cro- you're trying to put across like this is sort of like the uh what's it like sell high, perform low or sort of like a you know oversell, I mean? underperform. Yeah. So he's like, look guys, it's time for us to cut our ties. This year might be a little rough. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be okay. I think it's just time that we 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 separate ourselves from Brady. Brady did the, the way act- I see it. The way I see it, Bill Belichick owes me forty dollars, and I will <laughs> take that in cash, credit, check, or in Subway gift cards. You think cards. he watched Super Bowl gift cards? No, you no. Know, I- you, you know, Belichick probably spent his evening, his afternoon. Uh, teaching his dog how to do uh, Zoom calls. Yeah, kind of like how he that, did during the draft. That was the funniest part of what was at the draft. Yeah, I was like, Bill Belichick, you know he was busting up over. Like, yeah. I'm going to, when they come to my. going to put my dog they're, there. They're going to come for the live shot of me in my kitchen, and guess who's going to be there? Skipper. Yeah. In the chair. We got to see. Just we got chuckling. Belichick's, Belichick's, Belichick's dog. Got to see his Joe Dirt son. And, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. His as son as, does look grimy, man. That mullet is just gross. Every single son of an NFL coach looks Grimy. I have yet to see one son of an NFL coach that does not look like a grimy SOB. Everyone looks grimy. That's a son in the NFL. So one of the crazier points of the Super Bowl win to me as a whole was the fact that Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich are like the two main stars. You know, they're the coordinators for the Bucks. Todd Bowles on defense. And, and Byron Leftwich, who was, I, I I don't know, I might just be like having a, a selective memory, but yeah. Byron Leftwich, when he was in the NFL, he wasn't that good. I he thought he was. I thought he, he had a few terrible, years where he was decent. Great. He was yeah, just. He was, eh. he was just subje- he, subjected to be the the quarterback for Jacksonville for his entire career. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think um, Trevor Lawrence. Watch think, out. Who who were the quarterbacks? I mean, he wasn't he wasn't better than Mark Burnell, but he was better than David Garrard. So I mean, I, you gotta put him somewhere in the middle. He yeah, was okay. I think it was Leftwich, uh, and then um, uh, he it had was that- Leftwich, and then I think it was Garrard right after. It was just one yeah. of those things where I saw his name, and I, it just happened a couple weeks ago when I saw like the. They went to a sideline shot of him. It might have been when they were playing the Chiefs the first time around yeah. in Week 12. And I was like, Byron Leftwich? Like, what? And plus, yeah, man. And on, on top of it, too, I think just my mind was warped because I feel like he still looks really, really young, but mm-hmm. he's like looks really old. So, like, my mind just there's a weird gap into right. his, his career trajectory that I couldn't wrap my head around. Um, but you know they say if you if you suck when you play you're probably gonna be a decent coach. So which uh, you know, apparently he looks like Todd Bowles according to that one report. Yeah, in the yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, if you haven't seen it, that's a good clip. So he sits down and the 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 reporter's like, so you know what do you, what was the game plan to to Oof. stop Patrick Mahomes? And he's like, that, that wasn't my job. You got the wrong guy. What the uh, hell? That's embarrassing. If you're that reporter, you're like, yeah, oh, yikes. Geez. Oh god, who crossed streams here? I, th- I thought this was Todd Bowles Zoom. Sorry. Oh, oh he's next. My bad. God. But I mean, like the one the one interesting the. Uh, thing that's going to happen next year though with the uh, coaching carousel because I'm sure we'll lose a few coaches next year is now you got someone who's already been a head coach with uh with Bulls 
And then you have someone like Byron Leftwich, who, although he's he's I'm not gonna say he's old, he's a bit of the younger the younger class. Like he was a quarterback himself, former player. But then you also have Bienemy on the other side for Kansas City. I don't I don't even know the DC for Kansas City. I don't think he's really in the mix. But you've got those two guys. So now it's like if you're Bienemy and your team just lost, like you put up of you did you didn't even score a touchdown. Right. And now it's like, and now it's like you got an opposing side of coaches who really just outdid you. You think Todd to Bowles probably? Extent. Yeah, Todd Bowles might just jump ahead of you in the in the availability rankings. Yeah. And all of a sudden, well, I mean, I wonder if not, it was. I wonder if it was a distraction. Let's not be wild. Like the the Bucks offense didn't do anything amazing to beat yeah. them. You know the the defense was a star. We were right. kind of circle jerking Tom Brady a little bit here. You know he won you know, X number, X number, whatever. But like it was the Bucks defense that kept Patrick Mahomes. Right. Out of the end zone, the first time since 2016, he's been he's lost by more than a touchdown. Like he yeah. was in he was in freaking college at Texas Tech bad. at that point. It's the first time that he's since he's been the quarterback that they didn't score a touchdown in yeah. general. It's not just like he was running for his about. life the, the majority of the game. So the so I don't know stat. if you guys yeah the stat was that um, just from running away from the Bucks defense, he ran about 500 yards. Yeah, it was 497 yards ran before contact or throwing the ball in the game. So he's ran up and down the whole length of a football field five times, basically, in the game, running for his life. And it's even when he was running and escaping, he was taking some smacks, dude. And I guess today, actually, before we start recording this, it was announced he's going to go get a surgery on his foot for that turf toe problem. So even with, like, a janky foot, he was escaping for the most part. And then you have two, what was it, two passes, hit receivers in the face in the end zone. So it's like, I get it. You know, people are, people are using it to prop him up. I sent you guys the tweet. This is the best performance in a loss ever. Some epic attempts. Somebody said epic attempts, dude. Come on. Oh my God. I get it. Patrick Mahomes is awesome, but Weirdos. Brady threw for 500 yards when they lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I know. Brett Favre had yeah. when he lost that one Super Bowl, he had crazy stats. Like, okay, I get Patrick Mahomes is the next god. Well, I think the but reason can why we, can we can we stop? I can we take re- it out of our mouth? Please? I think the reason well, why why Mahomes probably got so much praise was. He was kind of just on his own for the majority of the game. Like it wasn't like he was running, just dropping back. Like this dude was running in circles. So I mean, his and a few of the tackles that the when they got on him that could have been sacks, he basically threw himself to make that extra little yeah. effort to throw a pass. So I understand where they're coming from, but again, like you said, let's let's pump the brakes here. He's mm-hmm. still lost. Well, and he had was, he has a lot of weapons, dude. Like think about it, uh, Edward Hilaire. Le'Veon yeah. Bell. They didn't. Tariq I Hill. I don't remember one running play that whole I game for either. the Chiefs. I, did Le'Veon Bell even play? I don't think Le'Veon Bell touched the field. That's that's. I don't. I don't know. That this is I almost mean, this is almost one of one of those situations where it was like uh, remember with the the Patriots when they didn't put um uh, what's his name in the defensive uh, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler. It's like okay, we have these weapons, but let's not use the weapons because you know it's not like it's the last game of the year, the most important one. I don't which, know. Which I don't know. That is. I think. I think if like it, it was. I think if he no, gets good. late enough in the game, you throw caution to the wind, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to chuck it, and someone will catch yeah. it, I'm sure. But the whole yeah. team just looked off. They they did look off, and I, I think part of it, you have to blame. Patrick well, okay, Mahomes first brother, off. Exactly. Well, well okay. Cringe there, there factory, is, dude. Oh, God, for real. So I don't want to go too far off the rails on that guy, but what, that's the TikTok nation, dude. Anybody who's seen these videos of this dancing, I, again, I I'm not going to go too far off. I hope everybody blames his brother for the loss. Oh, man, him and his, him and uh, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend, wife, fiance, baby mama, they they were catching some slack, man. Just They were more happy about Patrick Mahomes' family and a Friends and associates losing, then Patrick Mahomes losing himself. Yeah, I, I'm okay with his girlfriend order because she's been by his side apparently since high school. So that I'll let slide. His yes. brother is annoying as hell, though. Freaking like his meal can, ticket. I, I would have held on to. Oh, dude. I'm, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so <laughs> I will give credit where it's due. Todd Bowles coached the defensive game of his life, literally. Amazing game plan. The Bucks front seven is a lot better than anyone ever gave them credit for. I thought they were average. They looked amazing. Yes, I know the chief offensive line was banged up, and yes, I know Eric Fisher was missing, but I'm not going to take that away from them. However, it does look like it was a pretty bad game plan by Eric Bieniemy because, I, like you said, I don't remember a single run either. I think I remember one or two. That was not Patrick Mahomes running all over the field, and that's more an Eric Bieniemy thing. It's like, well, what game plan did you have exactly? Because it was... Your run game works at least a little bit, but especially in the second half, all I saw was pass, 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 pass. And I get that, yeah, we're down, but you still had plenty of time 
to come back up and score at least twice to make it close, but it's just pass, pass, pass. Yeah, 17, think, 17 rush plays, 107 yards, 33 of those yards from Patrick Mahomes on five scrambles. Wow. Yes. I mean, you had plenty of more chances to run the ball. Like 17, that's hardly anything in today's NFL. It really is. Now, why people are giving Patrick Mahomes so much praise for his attempts, I get it. And I, I will admit, he had some amazing pass attempts. However, and this might fall more on Bienemy and whoever the wide receivers coach is over there. Those dudes dropped a lot of passes. Two of those amazing throws that he had landed in the end zone and hit the receiver square in the face mask, and they just didn't catch it. And even Travis Kelsey, who I picked to win MVP, he dropped his fair amount of balls too. It's just I don't know what was going on. I don't know if the situation with Andy Reid's son being involved in that car accident like two days before – I don't know if that was a serious distraction, but they just did not look like themselves. Pre-game and yeah, popcorn. I, Pre-game I mean, maybe yeah. that Brucey popcorn. I know. <laughs> <had> popcorn. Um, <laughs> maybe, popcorn. maybe um, it would. They were just you know too cocky to uh, what's the word? Um, they were just feeling themselves, I guess, a little too much. But because they came out flat, and if they would have came out that flat against either the Browns or the Bills, they wouldn't even be in this game. But they just got destroyed in one of the worst offensive performances I can remember seeing in the Super Bowl. I mean, the only thing I can think of that was remotely similar where the offense was supposed to be explosive and they didn't show up was that Broncos team that lost to Seattle like five or six years ago. It was like 48-8 to eight or something like that. Oh yeah, And then that Rams team... Uh, two years Pats. ago against the Patriots, that Rams team was the same team that season that threw up 54 points right, that Monday night on game. Monday Night Football against these Chiefs, and they came out flat as hell. It's like I don't, I, I, I don't know what happened. Like I said, maybe they were too cocky. Maybe they were just. Uh, I, I can't even think of the word. It, I, I just don't know what yeah, happened. It was weird. It was, it was literally I, it was like weird. Jackal and Hyde stuff, yeah. man. You don't, you haven't seen them that out of sync in a long time. Well, I, I also feel like it's important to know that back on the BMI, the BMI, BMI, Jesus Christ, BMI train. Out, I know, okay. out. Back on the BMI train, though, I think it's, I, I think it's a little tone deaf to assume that all the trade, all the, like the coaching hires and the coaching talk didn't get to him at least at some point, because this guy, I mean. He went from being like one of the most sought out or to many experts being the most coveted guy to hire to basically not having a job minus being where he's already at. Yeah. And so he's he going said into he's like, game. I didn't ask to be the poster boy of like, you know, racial equality and like representation yeah. in the NFL and stuff, which and I don't what, think he's, and he's, getting, he's getting so much more spotlight now, though, because people bring up the stuff that he's done in his past. And then yeah, it's give like, it to Google people. Yeah, give it to Google. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, like, you know, stuff that he's done or where he's at right now or where he could possibly go. And so it's like when you've got that kind of noise in your ear and you've also got to plan and prepare for a big game. And then there's also talks about who knows, maybe there's internal talks about certain people leaving or players going uh, or rumors of players going somewhere else or people being unhappy. You never know. You never know about these things until later in the yeah. season, later in the year when everything's said and done. But I mean, also repeating is extremely difficult. It is. The only person who's capable of doing it is the same person who led a brand new team in thousands of miles away yeah. to a Super without Bowl. A, without a preseason. Without a preseason. With, dude, with, and like, that's an, another crazy part. And that's like another crazy aspect of this whole like Brady jump in conferences and then winning in the first season. No preseason. Yeah. COVID pretty much kept everybody out of the out of the um, the facilities, so everything was Zoom. Everything there was no face to face contact until like week one of the right, damn season. Right, right, right. And then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, let's do it again. That, have you, I'm sure you guys seen the video from was it, NFL in All Access, and it's like Gronk and Brady and on the field celebrating after two tutties, two tutties, and he tells Gronk, "This is what we do." And I'm like, imagine being that confident. You're that just is like, what they yeah, do. like. Hey, he came out of retirement. We're just going to go win another Super Bowl real quick. You want to stick around? Let's try it again next year. I, I saw a tweet like, from one of the Barstool guys, I think. Um, he's like, Brady's family, is this, this is like a, a yearly vacation? They just pop up on an NFL stage and accept an Lombardi oh, yeah. trophy. His, his kids just basically show up on the stage like it's Disneyland at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we're going to, we're going to the, the Super Bowl this weekend. Again? Oh, Put your shoes on. We gotta go accept the trophy, little Tommy Junior. Oh my God! Where's it at this year? Florida. Oh my God! Tampa Bay. New Orleans Uh. again. Atlanta. I hate the Superdome. (laughs) God, why can't we go back to? It's just like, come on. Like, I wonder if you're his son. If you're just looking at your dad and being like, 
Oh my, like he, this dude literally is immortal. Like no one will ever do this ever again. No. I promise you. No, no seven, way. If, you're, if you're his son, five MVPs. You're, if you're his son, now you're thinking like, damn, they're gonna bully me at school tomorrow because my dad's gonna kiss me on the lips again. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay, that's one thing. Now, I feel no. like I feel like if you're if you're Tom Brady's son though, I would never pick up a football or a helmet. Oh no, no. It's like what? It's like uh, Wayne Gretzky's brother played hockey, mid pro. I think he had like ten points. Yeah, you know, like look at uh, there's Peyton, Eli, and Cooper. Cooper didn't really pan out Best as a quarterback. Cooper in the NFL is his, is, is his doing his. Uh, he does these like a uh, uh, pregame segments now for CBS or NBC or whatever. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, I'm not sure what network it does, but yeah, he has a where he has like a little bit of a. I don't forget the term of it, but where yeah. it's like you know a little five minute segment, usually comedic, some kind of like. <laughs> so funny! It's so random. Yeah, I swear to God. But I, I do, know. I do wonder though, because like if the 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 amount and the pressure, like I know Michael Jordan had a son who played basketball for University of Central Florida, nowhere yeah. as near yeah, as no. him, nowhere as good to, as him. I wouldn't either, man. I'm like, I'm gonna go pick up a freaking birdie and play badminton or something. Yeah, you know, like I'm not, I'm not gonna subject myself to that. I just, I just find it so interesting because, like Tyler said with the Barstool tweet, these kids are so used to it, they're desensitized, and I feel like that, that's that's exactly how Brady is. I, like after the first couple. I feel like Brady just got numb to it, but he enjoys the rush and just knowing that, oh, I run this league, like I'm in charge. Like I don't feel like he chases the title; he chases the power, like he chases the feeling. Mm-hmm. Because after it was said and done, you saw him; he was going around and just joking around yeah. with guys, like, "Hey, man, what I tell you? I told you I was going to get you. <laughs> yeah, this, I told you I was going to get you this I ring." Just, the confidence is un, un- like unfathomable to and, me. And 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 this is why I don't like. I no longer hate Brady. Like I, I think it was two years ago. I kind of like. I'm like, I don't hate Brady. I just hate the Pats. And I hate the fans. Yeah. And I think a lot of people so have that good. realization this year. It's like, oh, I guess I kind of like the system and the Pats culture. Because yeah. even when the season started and you kind of like got more of a like kind of Brady was opening up more. God, we're, we're gargling right now. But it's it's where well, he got like released from the evil empire almost. Yeah. And he like had that that video with him and Gronk. Oh, yeah. And they're sitting in like the little kiddie pool joking around, just broing out, giggling with each other. Like, what was that? The last party. And they're just and you're like. Is Tom Brady likable? Question mark. Hot take. Oh my god! You know, is Brady not a piece of and crap. And then his social media game kind of started getting a little funnier and stuff like that. And just like all of a sudden, like, I am I cheering for person, Tom Brady? As a person, Tom Brady is actually a pretty funny dude. But as a football player, I I hate that guy so much. I know. I, know. Now, I, I don't. I, I don't I, mind. I feel like I don't such a Brady. turncoat, man. I talk so much crap. Oh, yeah, well, you guys are you're in his division, and then Tyler's down his division. He never affected the NFC North. I mean, we hate our own people in our in the NFC. But uh, although he did technically beat the Packers in the championship this yeah, year, but that's, he did kind of get more, in the way. That's more of a Kevin, three weeks ago. That's more of a Kevin King thing than it is a Tom Brady <laughs> thing. But uh, I, I just, it's just, it's absolutely dumbfounding that this is going, like this is happening. And he's not. I, I see. What at least two years? He didn't look bad at all this year. Yeah. So, so <laughs> here's my thing, and he's gonna stay for a while. And I say this because I, I can't remember where I heard this, but I heard an interesting take on Brady, and I said. Or they said the reason, one reason that no one's really thinking about is why Brady chose Tampa in the first place. It's not just because it was warmer weather. It's not just because it was Arians, who's more of a player's coach. I think he looked at the Bucks team as a whole and realized these guys are almost there. They're only missing one thing, and that's a quarterback. Because when you really think about it, besides Fournette, Gronk, and Antonio Brown, that team was already built and was already there. Yeah. They just needed one thing. Someone other than Jameis Winston, because Jameis Winston gave the ball to the other team 30 times. Yeah, they're seven and nine with Jameis Winston completing more touchdown passes to the other team than his own team. Exactly. And I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Brady, but you could have plugged in a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL into Tampa and they still probably win the Super Bowl. That's more on Brady, though, for realizing that this team is exactly almost there. Yes, they missed the playoffs, but that's because they had a quarterback who was horribly inconsistent. 30 touchdowns, yeah, but he also threw 30 picks. As If I get in there, we can win the Super Bowl. Man. So that's really smart on him th- when you really think you gotta about think it. you got to think about it like... It- He's going to go back next year. He's probably going to have the majority of the same team. Mike Evans is talking about taking a pay cut so they can yeah. keep everybody. And the division overall got weaker. Uh. Bruce, Bruce. Drew Brees retired. You still got, um, sorry, Tyler, the Falcons. What, what the hell is going to be we going on there? We will rise again. Yeah, what's the gonna South be going will on there? rise. So it's like overall that division sucks. So now, now he's no longer a fifth seed and going on the road to play. He's messing around flirting with a bye and a couple home games. 
like it's, I, you know what? What the hell, dude? We're gonna be talking. We're gonna be doing this all over again, and we're gonna be like, dude, how does he keep doing this every year? I'm like, maybe he's just overall just a smart freaking dude too. And yeah, you he know, the, you he know, reads tea leaves. You know, it's crazy when we're taking Brady out of the best quarterback of all time conversation because that's obvious now we're now and it's our station over in houston but all sports stations all across the country because i've seen it everywhere they're now is he the greatest football player of all time and on top of that is he the greatest athlete in general part-time like that's okay, how see, good athlete, that's athlete is. Is different this is where waters get mucky because i wouldn't say he's the best ever i say he's obviously the most decorated and the most successful but i would still take aaron Rodgers over him i would still take you know, there's so many other QBs that are way more athletic, way more talented. I would take Mahomes over him in a lot of situations just because mm -hmm. of the athletic prowess. But obviously, he's the I most taken, I taken a, I would have taken a young Brady, a young Brady who uh, who's a little bit more nimble, a little bit more on the on the dot. But, I mean, let's be real here. Even with the team he has right now, like, let's not forget he didn't – it's not like he, he packed up his stuff and went to the New York Jets. Yeah. He went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that exactly. Were, but that, that, goes down, that goes back to him realizing his situation. He's like, I'm not going to be yeah. tossing for 400, 500 yards every game. It's chess over checkers, man. Yeah. Chess over checkers. So like, I get it. He's, probably, he's the greatest of all time because you count wins. That's how you – short menu, wins, losses. He's won the most, and he probably will never get overlapped in any of those two categories, no MVPs way. or wins. Hell, there probably won't even be anybody to play in 10 Super Bowls ever again. Oh, no way. No, but at, least not at, at the, the same time, position. like we, you got to be able to distinguish, like, okay, like is he the most athletic, the best QB at the position to play the position? Probably not because of just well, the athleticism. Yeah, if we're talking today, then no, he's not. I'm sorry, it's Mahomes, Rogers, you can Josh put Russell Wilson, Josh, Josh Allen, nice. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. There's plenty of dudes that you could put ahead of Brady as far as athleticism in the league today. Now, as a whole, throughout history. That's a little bit of a different story because I've I personally don't th I have him as the second greatest football player of all time. Who's first? Um, I have Jerry Rice number one personally. That's just me because Jerry Rice played a harder position. He has to run up and down the field more. He's getting hit a lot more. He has to navigate his way through defensive traffic. That's just me personally. But there are a lot of people who are saying he is the greatest football player of all time. And as far as athletes go throughout history. I have Brady at number three behind Michael Jordan and then Wayne Gretzky at number one just because their sports are, well, Gretzky's especially, a lot more physical, a lot more faster paced. They both do more running. So as far as like athletics go, he's not number one for me. But there are people who are out there saying that he is and they have a valid argument. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, that's yeah. how good he is that he's just being... We're not even talking to see the greatest quarterback of all time. We're talking to see the greatest yeah. athlete on the face of the start, planet. You start in taking away from his accolades because you're measuring him against himself. Like you're poking holes in it. I said like like we're doing era talk and we hate doing era talk and cross referencing or whatever. But it's like you kind of look for holes in it by measuring him against his own weaknesses. Like well you know he threw an interception in that one game and it's like well dude he won seven freaking Super Bowls. So what are you gonna do? Anyone who pokes holes in it like that like oh yeah he threw an interception that one time okay michael jordan didn't hit every last second right. shot didn't michael wayne jordan gretzky didn't his, didn't he lose his first two uh, uh, attempts at a, at a ring michael jordan's something like that I forget what every finals he went to he won but he didn't win all of his eastern conference finals i believe it was and but, gretzky yeah. he didn't score every time he touched the puck either it's it's stupid yeah. to poke holes like this wow, drew stanton just won a ring all right so randy right now actually is while we're talking he was looking at the roster and yeah. looking at who's I love, getting rings i love looking this stuff up all the time so most questionable guys on the bucks roster to get a ring has to be LaShawn mccoy really Shady McCoy? No, because Shady got one last year as a Chief. Shady though, McCoy so. was on the Bills for a little bit, and then he was on Philly. He he repeated. He, you guys, I don't know if you remember. He was on the Chiefs last year, so he was on the Chiefs, didn't play in the playoffs, got a ring. On the Bucks this year, didn't play in the playoffs, got a ring. Back-to-back -back years, didn't touch the field in the okay. playoffs. Back-to-back -back champion. All right, I, I can see where you're coming from. He posted that, a photo. That. He posted a photo in the locker room, confetti, got the goggles on, smoking a cigar. And of course, the meme came out. It's like when you do nothing but get an A on the group project. Like, that's fa that's failing up right there. I to mean, a McCoy, team. McCoy ha he's earned his stripes, though. I feel like he's done enough in the league. Where back in the back in the day when he was the go to guy, you know, he was the dude. Yeah, he was good in he Buffalo. Has, for a little he bit. has. And in Philly, he was a very serviceable running back. The one I'm more annoyed at. 
I'm more annoyed at the fact that Antonio Maybe. Brown now has a ring, so now I got to hear that for the rest of my life. I don't mind. However, that. I don't mind the most, having a ring. The most annoying one is Ndamukong Sue. What's that on your back? <laughs> the most random one, as far as you know, this guy just won a ring. Blaine Gabbert just Ooh, won a ring. Blaine that Gabbert. dude was, if I remember correctly, that dude was a top three draft pick mega bust. And now he has a championship ring. Dude, you got a ring? Cash out, bro. Going You're back done. to Dominican Sue, put your damn uh, NFC North away, all right? Piece of oh, shit. Shut up, dude. <laughs> shut up, Randy. Get the over worst. it. Now, the what have we learned? Aaron Rodgers is stewing in his bed knowing Sue Ooh. got a ring. Yeah, him Let's and say, Sue both have the same amount of rings. Ew. Okay, that's a weird thought. I just Ew. thought about that for a second. That's, that's a weird worst, thought. That sucks. Man. That's the worst. Um, so, it, it, technically, Dominican Sue has been to more Super Bowls than Rodgers because he was on that Rams team a couple years ago. Oh, he was, huh? But yeah, he was dang. their star defensive player right next to Aaron Donald. How, that was Aaron Rodgers' bust. I remember how happy I was when he didn't win one. I was like, ah, oh, good. Bust, Aaron Rodgers, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so anyways, so the Blaine Gabbert thing. Now, what did we say <laughs> earlier? If you suck as a player, Blaine Gabbert about to win like six rings as a head coach, so get ready for that. Who's he coaching? That's a joke, Randy. Wow. <laughs> That's why I was like, what are you talking about? I wonder who. There were, there were a couple on there. Oh, suck, long-time show. Chiefs kicker Suckup, Ryan Suckup won a ring. Yeah, That's got to be a great feeling, winning the Super Bowl against your former team. So, wait, was he on the team? No, Bucker was on the team last year, right? Yeah, I think so. so but that's got to be such a good feeling is winning the Super Bowl against the team you just left. Definitely some of the some of the guys who have been linked for a good while, and they're you know they're they're reaching their old yeller years. So they're like you know <laughs> old like, yeller. The the clock is ticking. I don't know how much longer I got here, but uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's try to make the most out of it. And boom, you get a ring. I love you those know, though. I love the random acquisitions that get the rings. Like I'm like that's actually kind of cool. Like you sign like this, you know what? Okay, no one's showing me interest. I guess I'll just go to Tampa Bay, and then boom, you win a ring. There wasn't that weird veteran signing this year, like the week of the Super Bowl, or the week before. Like who was it that signed with the Patriots from the Steelers? It was like straight up turncoat. Was it Harrison? Um, yeah, he, he got cut. Oh, from, that's right. He yeah, got cut James from Harrison. the Steelers, and then all of a sudden he's on the path trying to play for the Super Bowl, and like two weeks later, I feel like every year we kind of have one, and it's kind of questionable. There was a couple years where the Pats would sign somebody. That would get cut from a team they were going to be playing the playoffs. I was a little suspicious about that. Cheater McCheat cheats. Um, but it's, it's always fun to see, like, you, you look in the roster and you're like, oh, my God, he's still in the league. And then let alone he's in the league winning a damn Super Bowl. I will say this before we end this Super Bowl talk. Can we do one thing? Sports media as a whole. Can we now please finally give Mike Evans the respect that he deserves? I feel like this dude has been one of the most underrated receivers ever since he's come out of college. He's definitely one of the top 10 receivers in the league, but nobody talks about him, and I've never understood why. And maybe it's because Jameis Winston was his quarterback all these years. Mike Evans is probably the most underrated receiver in the league, and he deserves so much respect. So if there is one person on that team that I'm actually happy got a ring, it's it's him. Look, man, all I'm saying is, is it a coincidence that right after they ditched those ugly jerseys, Tampa Bay won a ring? Maybe. It is definitely not. Those jerseys were absolutely Look good, hideous. play good. Look good, play good, exactly. All right, you mentioned uniforms, Super Bowl halftime. What did you guys think real quick? Uh, I didn't really pay much attention to it. No. I, I, I Honestly, this Super Bowl was not, I mean, we all know because we watched the game, it just wasn't compelling. It wasn't doing it for me. This was an example of what, what I, I compared to the NBA bubble in the sense that yeah, I mean, it's cool to kind of have an athlete like LeBron or like Brady, you know, who's consistently making a championship. And, like, you're you're not necessarily watching it from a I'm rooting from them aspect. It's more of like a we're sort of in awe. Like, wow, this guy really made this many championships. But at the same time, it's like it's kind of boring because it's like, okay, we get it. Every single year you're in the Super Bowl, you're in the NBA Finals again. And so a lot of people were just kind of turned off by it. It's like, okay, great. Brady leaves, and then he's back in the Super Bowl. I, I, why would I want to watch Brady again? You right. Know? So I, I feel like that's definitely kind of the sort of vibe that this one had, especially also because the the stadium was half. Was full. this the Warriors losing to the Cavs that one year? Basically, it might be. I'm not when sure. They, when they blew the three one lead, and it was kind of like, oh, the Warriors are back. The Warriors are the thing. And then it's like LeBron and the back to. Yeah. You know, I know. Obviously, it wasn't the back to Cleveland aspect like this year with Brady, but it was like, okay, LeBron carried his team and beat the beat the Warriors. I know it was different. It's not. Freaking Kevin Love, but they, you know it's like they still had a supporting cast, yeah, kind of like, like the Bucks. A part of me wants to say there's no way Brady's going to make it back to Super Bowl, but at this point, I really honestly don't <laughs> the, know. You can't I even don't say know. that anymore. You, I don't know. You, we just we just talked about how hard it is to repeat, but now it's like you say that and you're like, well, 
it's also hard to go to a new conference, a new team without a preseason, without OTAs, without anything, and win a Super Bowl. And we just watched it happen. Exactly. Honestly, I th- I think Brady went to the NFC at the perfect time. So when you think about it, all these dudes are getting older. I mean, like Breeze is gone. Ryan is getting old. And that's just his own division. Carolina doesn't have a quarterback. And then you throw in all the quarterback shuffling that's going on. His only competition legitimately as far as we know right now, is Green Bay. And, then, and, that, and Aaron Rodgers is a bust. So Yeah, Aaron Relax, Rodgers is a bust everyone. with his one ring next to Sue's too. Major bust, in my opinion. Well, Sue but, only got um, one. <laughs> he's been in two Super Bowls. He's been in two Super Bowls. Think about it. Brett Favre went to two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers went to one. Who's really better there? Let's be uh, honest. Hey, here. let's think about this. Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers have both been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I think one has one up versus the other one, though. So. All right. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think you're on something. Like, there's a lot of a lot of the young talent is in the AFC. You yeah. know, it's yeah, like- a, a lot of the young up and coming talent is in the AFC. And like I said, we know there's going to be a lot of quarterback shuffle. Uh, Wentz wants out. Uh, Stafford went to the Rams. Going to take a little while to learn that system. Goff isn't going to do anything in Detroit. Chicago still doesn't have a quarterback. Russell Wilson made some comments this morning on Dan Patrick's show that, you know, makes it look a little testy over there in Seattle. What's going on over there? San Francisco's is Jimmy Garoppolo the answer. There's so much quarterback shuffling in the NFC. Brady literally came in at the perfect time, which figures because it's goddamn Tom Brady. It is. He's. The NFC is this bitch, and we're just living in it. See, the worst part of the worst part about all this shuffling going on, and all this uncertainty, is you always have those annoying cornball people who are like, you know, this Tom, this uh, this Tom Brady guy's pretty good at football, huh? I'm like, all right, we get it, man. To Brady wins everything. God, just takes the I mean, fun Brady out of wins. It. Brady wins NFC championships that Rodgers can't win. So. Like, think about. <laughs> All right, Tyler. I hope you have fun when Matt Ryan gets shipped off to Indianapolis. Since we're talking about Tom Brady probably getting back to another Super Bowl next year, we're just assuming at this point, right, and then seeing what play, plays out. Is that the safe bet? Yeah. So bet MGM already has the odds out for next season. The Chiefs are the favorites to win the Super Bowl, guys, 6-1. to one. I mean, let's not forget, I know we crushed them for how they played in the Super Bowl, but they were 16-3, and three, including the playoffs, and one of those losses was when, uh, who's the damn backup, Chad Henney, and the B squad were playing the Chargers in Week 17. So, like, one of those losses was... You could probably nix off the books. Yeah. So, you know, 16-2 and two with the A squad out with the big boys playing. And so there were 6-1 to one odds to repeat, basically. Number two in the list, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers, Randy. As long as we get rid of Kevin King and the new defensive coordinator, who I believe is Joe Barry from the Rams, doesn't suck, which uh, my hopes are not very high, we, uh, we should be too. But that's also such a kick in the nuts, too. Like, a, a part of me every year doesn't want my team to be ranked high. Because then it's like you get ranked way too high, and then it's like if you don't perform, then the 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 constant mocking, like inevitably, this is going to happen to the Bills. The Bills are going to start getting ranked a lot higher than uh, than you want them to yep. be, and then it's going to be like anything less than a division championship, anything less than domination is unacceptable. Something to bring up, Aaron Rodgers engaged. You said there's nothing better than an angry Aaron Rodgers that's just got out of a relationship. So are you hoping for his relationship to fail during the offseason? Well, this whole time, apparently, he was dating and slamming Chanel Woodley. So I'm like, you know what, dude? As long as you're a happy man, screw as it. Whatever. Do what t- you want, dubs man. dubs on the field and dubs off the in field? the bedroom? All right. All never mind. Course. All right, put it on the record. Randy does not want Aaron Rodgers' relationship to fail. Here's, okay. an, here's another thing, too, which uh, I feel like maybe we have overlooked. Perhaps dating a professional athlete while being a professional athlete isn't all that it's cracked out to be. Especially a, a woman in a predominantly male sport, that must be a pretty intense relationship. Also, <laughs> you can never beat her in go karts. So yeah, come on, that's not that doesn't sound. Take fun. your wins. You got to know where to win. Exactly. NFL honors, by the way, play of the year went to that damn Hail Murray Bills. I was happy that the guy went to that. No, I was like, I was like, I was like, I hope Eric goes like, ah, man, this hurts. It did. So you could live it, relive it one more time. Every commercial, every NFL highlight package for the year. All you see is D Hop going up over our three yeah. best cornerbacks. These past few, these pa- like the past couple days, I've been messing around Photoshop. I told Tyler too. I'm basically been using my Photoshop skills to just make stuff to piss off Eric. So today it was uh, Josh Allen in a Patriots jersey. Yeah, change the color next year, time of the hat, and I'll believe it a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, you Dick. know what? It's a little bit hard when you have a mouse. Okay. All right, back to the odds. <laughs> Be next up in line, third best odds to win the Super Bowl next uh, year. Let me guess, Tampa Bay. Yep, Packers. So if you're believing, if you're feeling a little ballsy, you could get ten to one odds. Make a little cash, a little coin. Here's where Tyler's hung up. Ravens and Bills next two up at plus 1,200. I think we should, uh, this year, 
just just to show our alliance, we should put a hundred bucks down on our teams to win the Super Bowl. I think just because, you know? <laughs> so Tyler's basically going to burn his cash. Yeah, Tyler's exactly. going to burn his cash or be the richest man in, a ca- so, in America. I mean, obviously, I'll put on the Bills. I'll do it. I'll put Bills and put on the Packers, and we give Tyler free range to pick anybody. Yeah. I can't I, even put $100 on my backup team to Texas because they're garbage, too. So it's like, what the hell? If Tyler if Tyler put 100 bucks down on the Falcons or the Texans and either of those hit, Tyler could buy a Lamborghini pretty much. So I mean, yeah, you know, Falcons little, plus sixty six hundred. Oh <laughs> my god! So you, yeah, you'd make a little coin, and then uh, where's Texans? Texans got to be even worse. I'm assuming plus eight thousand. Yeah, Tyler. If the Falcons hit, you would win six hundred sixty thousand dollars. What if I put fifty bucks on both of them to win their respective championships? So you would win three hundred thirty thousand from the Falcons, and then how much was? How, what were the odds for the? Uh... Plus eight thousand for the Texans. Oh God. That's four hundred grand. All right, cool. So I'll be a millionaire by the time the season's up. That's great. Well, I mean, taxes, you know, whatever. Depends yeah. on where you're betting. You know. Also, collectively, that'd be a little bit under a million. But, you know, both teams can't win the Super Bowl, so. No, I would yeah. just put them both to win the AFC. Yeah, AFC dude. And then, oh, well, then the odds would be change them. Like, then cash down and put I, them on. I feel like pick I, your favorite. I feel like we should do like a, we should do like a fun little parlay where just Tala puts in the money. But it's just a really, really just absolute absurd parlay. Because I remember, I think I saw some guy when... With the five dollar bet, won like thirty four thousand yeah. dollars or something. If I lived in a state where I could bet every weekend, I would probably put ten bucks down every weekend and try to guess every game on the slate. Oh, I know that'd just, be so much. Just fun. pick a win parlay. What is what's usually get? What's the usual like fourteen, fifteen games, something like that each weekend? Yeah. So and what you're saying is we want to move to Vegas. Well, right, okay, we're about to we're about to start talking about the um uh, the bets that were placed. I always forget the name of like what they're technically called. They're like uh the the what are the what are the bets that we we did? The pick the, the NFL picks. picks. Yeah, our pick king yeah. is what I think Tyler dubbed it. So over the yeah, weekend, it's a bad name. My bad. Over the weekend, while we were watching <laughs> the the, uh, the Super Bowl, I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, man, like. Half of these things in my head, I feel like I could have easily put some money down yeah. and got some back. Throw 20 bucks down. I mean, you don't got to be breaking the bank. And it, and it bank. makes me think, it's like, why is this illegal? Like, why? Why can't I bet 50 bucks that Gronkowski's going to catch two touchdowns? Yeah. You know? When you, can go to, when you go to the corner store and buy a scratcher at 18 years old in almost every state. Exactly. Yeah, why it's illegal is because the states that we both live in, California and Texas, haven't figured out how to gain any money from it yet. That's the only reason why. Okay, Once well, then they ask, out how to ask get their Pennsylvania share, and be like, hey, guys. They're, they're working on it. Tre- well, yeah. okay, maybe not California, but Texas is at least working uh, on it. Hello? So. Uh, Nevada? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, well, Cali- that's the it's thing California. About that, how do you guys uh, get money off that those, mattress uh, dude that's, that's been betting against the Chiefs every year for the last few Mac. years? Figure he where did he flew? He flew from somewhere to Denver or Colorado or something to make oh, the yeah. bed because he doesn't live in it somewhere. That's okay, guys. Easy solution. We just need to own a private jet, f- flop over, fly over to Vegas every Sunday, and we're good to go. I lo- maybe got like, a PJ for us to borrow. I'd like to think I could find a bookie, but then it's like, how do you start a conversation with someone like, hey man, <sighs> that's hard to do. Can you do me a favor? It's the same way you, uh, you start you a conversation for- with someone who has coke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you just need to hope, hope for a family member in a state that don't has legal. Never, you don't have you have case. rando people in almost every country for some reason. You don't have anybody in Pennsylvania and Detroit, and Michigan, in tech no. or where's, what's what's close one to you, Tyler? Um, uh, the closest one to me might be I think it's New Mexico, but I'm on the farther side of Texas, so that's a 12 so hour drive. Further side, yeah. So it's like that's the that's the thing. Bookies nowadays are somebody who just lives in a legal state and has access to a damn uh, sports book app, pretty much. Or yeah, VPN I mean, and, you know, technology. Now, Hope you don't get caught by the feds. I will say this: I do happen to know a couple people who live in Vegas, so I might be able to hit them up. And that's like, yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. Want to help out your boy? Sure, would've been nice if you told us this, you know, when we needed to. Because well, <laughs> the one, one, one of them barely just moved like a week. <laughs> yeah, ago, so. because you know, if I would have known this, um, I think there's a certain somebody who was crowned king over the weekend, Tyler. If you want to hash out some, dude, of these you would have cashed in on that Gatorade pick, man. Gatorade oh pick God. was because that was the the the, the furthest odds I feel. So I, I well, yeah, go I over the weekend real quick. Two thousand or something. real quick, just go over the weekend for our picks. So I, I think I was the one that got the MVP and the the winner, right? All right, yeah, Eric. So going over your picks, you picked. We apparently had twelve things that we bet on. You hit on nine of the twelve. Mm. You had Brady right as the MVP. The anthem was over two minutes. Uh, could not find the technical answer to this one, but I went ahead and gave it to you anyway because it was uh, yeah, Jasmine Sullivan did show uh, more cleavage than non-cleavage. Yeah, you weren't so. know the t- how you found the technical answer. Watch the video, man. What do you mean? Oh, I was looking online for everything because I 
honestly, the game was so bad that I stopped caring after like the third quarter. Okay, technical so, answer. Watch the video and look at. You could see her. Okay, let's move along. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> will any player kneel during the anthem? Surprisingly, no. I was more surprised on that one. I told you guys, too big of a stage. But you're like, one somebody. No, not anymore, dude. That ship you sailed. Missed, <laughs> you missed on Andy Reid and Tom Brady uh, both being shown. That's first. that surprised me. Yeah. I didn't think Tom Brady was showed at all during the anthem. Yeah, I don't think they showed either one of the quarterbacks actually during the. These camera operators got to know like the pickums before the game starts. That's, and just dude, I told you guys, man, what's to keep these people from totally skewing the prop bets? I sent you the video. Somebody was outside during the sound checks for like the anthem and the weekend performing, right there. How is somebody not like, all right, ten grand on this guy not being shown well, being shown first? Because my actually, damn cousins, the the producer in the in the booth. Yeah, but imagine how pissed you'd be if like there's a miscommunication, then you're out ten grand. Yeah, I mean that's Real, when a bookie actually, comes and breaks your knees. Hold on, that brings up a really interesting point because I don't know if you guys saw the story that kind of came out last night this morning about the guy who went streaking oh, during yeah. the game. Yeah, that's, so this that's not dude, true. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of been debunked. That's been like mega debunked. I, I don't, I don't know because you because that's know. something no, you had to go offshore no, for Bovada or somebody else offshore. No bookkeeper yeah. in their right mind would take that on. Yeah, because you because. Uh, that's one bet that some that you have control For over. People that are on the know. So somebody apparently the guy that was a streaker on the the yeah. guy that was streaking during the Super Bowl was apparently the story got circulated around that he put some massive bet on some offshore yeah. thing that there would be okay. a streaker, one thousand dollar bail to get out, and then he apparently could have cashed in like fifty grand or whatever. Yeah, some stupid. No he, he cashed in three hundred seventy four grand. Yeah, so I think it might have been debunked because because I mean until I see a ticket, I might call it a little iffy. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way any bookkeeper in their right effing mind is going to take that on. But yeah, all right, I'll take that bet because then you run the field and you cash out. Yeah, Just and can't then, show your well, face and then you, you want to talk technicalities about the cleavage pick. Technically, he wasn't streaking. He showed his ass through like yeah. a, a brawlet. Yeah. Well, anyways, it, fun fact about that: if you have not heard Kevin Harlan's call on the streaker, you definitely yeah. should find he that. He did that one. He did one last season. It wasn't the Super Bowl. He did one recently where so he's like the man this, is drunk. Blah, 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 we blah. looked this up on our show. It was a Monday Night Football game yeah. about four and a half years ago. Because I remember working at Fox and we rolled it in because it was the same kind of situation where I think the game was kind of crappy and uh, and then yeah he he did the play by play. So it's perfect timing for him to do that again because he's obviously really good at it. I'll tell you what, I will pull up both of those videos and I will try to get them both posted at uh, Tailgate Sports on Instagram. There's a plug. Yeah, so I think, I don't know, man. It's kind of a weird bet. It was, unless somebody shows me the cash or the ticket, you know, or somebody, I need to see proof that it paid out. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a cool story. It'd be really cool. The loophole in the system and it points back to what we were talking about with these weird prop bets is sometimes, you know, the, the game ones outside of the play on the field. I don't know how people don't kind of, you know, sway I mean, them in their own in their so, own benefit. These are so silly. This is why it really uh, just always baffles me that this stuff isn't legal in California. Like the Gatorade bath. Who who's somebody somewhere is pouring the Gatorade pregame. Oh, I know. You know, like somebody could All right, Chiefs side there's only orange, Bucks side there's only blue. Pregame go go go. And dude, in Europe, you can do these bets in kiosks in the outside of the soccer matches. Yeah, like, and then so many other places in the U.S. now they you could do this in the app. So no literally, cares somebody's about on the sideline. Hey, the lame states. Hey, hey, water boy, pop open those lids for me and just give me a gander. Give me the colors in there. That just I find that so crazy because like that's basically like insider trading. Yeah, you yeah. Could, you could, I'm pretty sure you could definitely go to jail. For that. I'm pretty sure you can too. That's like yeah, that's some big time. Like I said, bookies. Then you're dealing with bigger things, and you might not even get to be arrested because I'm sure you skew some people, and then people might hunt your ass down. Yeah, that's why. That's why people were saying that the uh, the whole thing that Tyler's talking about uh, regarding the streaker being an inside job. There's like uh, no way because back in the day, once he once he got released from jail, there would there would have been some guys there waiting for him. Yeah, there's a there's a. Uh, Dark tinted uh, Mercedes or uh, fat, Cadillac outside waiting for you. Fat Tony and uh, Luigi are waiting for you in the parking lot. But yeah, so what we're getting to, Tyler, um, who who won the who's the NFL pit king over here? Just let me hear it real quick. That would be Eric by the slimmest of margins. I demand a recount. <laughs> I trust me, I'm really bad at math. I recounted about five times just to be <laughs> sure. Um, so in last place was a. Uh, you me with a score of a nine and sixteen. In oh a second, it, so was, bad. it was pretty bad. Nine and sixteen it was pretty bad. Randy came in second with a score of seventeen and eight. 
Eric came in first with a score of 18 and 7. God, Beat man. Randy by one. And honestly, this one could have gone either way because, uh, Eric, you did pick Brady as your MVP. And Randy did pick Gronk, yeah. who had two touchdowns. Yeah, and we were talking about it early in the game. And if I'm being honest, I don't think neither of those guys should have won MVP. I think they should have given it to Devin White. But MVPs are such a quarterback-friendly yeah. award at this point. That's what it was I was saying, kind man. I was given. like, you just got to go and you throw it against the wall, and it's a good chance that Gronk, or you throw it against the wall, and it's a good chance Brady's going to win the MVP in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's been to 10. He's won five. It's true. So it's like, okay, that's kind of smart money at that point. And it all boils back to, Randy, if California was a cool state, we probably could have won a little bit of a little bit of cheddar yeah, this weekend. Seventeen correct picks, eighteen correct picks. Get your wonder, ish together, Cali, please. I wonder who were the two players to win MVP in a Super Bowl that Brady won. Well, we'll save that for another show. <laughs> yeah, I don't I right, want to go, Google go. this up. I mean, it probably wouldn't be too hard to Google, but we are almost out of time. We've talked way too much about Tom Brady this podcast. I feel dirty. I need to take a shower. And well, part of me is sad that the football season's over. I'm also kind of relieved because, like, we can stop talking about it's, Brady and it's I, it's I a can, marathon, man. We can stop talking about how I can stop talking about players I don't like or care for. Mahomes, you know, I know you're excited to not be talking about Mahomes anymore. Hey, the 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 ceremonial torch was passed, and it was passed for my hatred for a player in the NFL because I am so over Patrick Mahomes. I'm glad he got knocked down a peg or two. I'm not gonna say I'm glad he has to have surgery on his foot, but I'm glad he did not win. I'm glad the Bills. Kind of got some kind of vindication because f the Chiefs. <laughs> well, I do look forward to I do look forward to Tampa Bay maybe playing an exhibition game in the next upcoming years in Buffalo. There is. Oh no, sorry, sorry. I do look forward to Kansas City making the trek up to uh, Buffalo and uh, Mahomes' brother doing a TikTok right before the game starts. Yeah, is it Snow the, Angel or something? Uh, there is there is chatter because you know usually they'll have the the first game of season be a pretty much a marquee yeah. with Super Bowl champion, usually across conference. A lot of little rumblings about Tom Brady. And the Bills playing each other for game, uh, week one on that Thursday night game next That'd year. That'd be pretty fun. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Um, you got anything to say? You want to put a put a nail in this football coffin for us, Tyler? I feel like it's only right that we let you say the final words on a weird year, a weird NFL season. You know, the NFL season brought us the highest of highs, like when we saw the Bills and the Browns both in the playoffs, and we saw the South Park characters in the stands in Denver. And it also brought us to the lowest of lows, like a dog shit Super Bowl or Roger Goodell denying Dave Portnoy the chance to see Monday Night Football in his basement. It's been a weird year, but you know what? It's okay. We love football and football loves us. I don't know if it loves us. Let's get ready for 2021. That was great, Tyler. Good job. Very emotional. Very eloquent. Naturally, Tyler always sounds like he's talking like for a 30 for 30. Yeah. So he sounds like oh, you're writing a Hallmark card. What is going on here? It's, oh yeah. It's pretty what much. What if I told intro. you there would be two Super Bowls where Tom Brady did not win MVP? All right, Tyler, on the spot, say some nice things about Wisconsin and cheese. Go. Wisconsin and cheese. I love cheese. Wisconsin is cool. The Packers suck because in Dominican Sioux, it's been to more Super Bowls than Aaron. All right. There it is. Football's over, baby. And Hockey just like podcast that. Next Hockey week. podcast. Woo! Our team suck.